For a story to be good, there has to be stakes in the story, right? And if you don't know that there's a possibility of failure, then we're not hooked in the story. As a brand, you have to identify failure for your customer if they don't buy your product or service. What are the consequences that they're going to experience? I'm about to start the show. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, JJ. Hi, April. Um, you were talking to your parents this week, and they were saying that they wanted more singing on the podcast. They want so much the more singing. The people want more singing, <laughs> <laughs> which is good because you and I love musicals. That's right. We love uh, dancing. We, we do. love choreography. In fact, anytime that we can throw in choreography or dancing anywhere and singing, we're in. <laughs> in fact, you and our friend Aaron came over to my house recently. <laughs> yes. And we watched this incredibly cheesy movie. <laughs> it was about camp, guys. It was about camp. And we all grew up at camp, working at camp. And it was a musical that brought back the songs from our camp days. So we were singing harmonies. We were singing. Uh, we wanted to learn the choreography. Amy Grant was there. <laughs> it was yes. so exciting. We had so much fun with it. Like the experience was an amazing experience because the three of us were like almost in tears how happy we were. <laughs> but <laughs> that gives you a little insight into our world. <laughs> but it was actually a horrible movie. <laughs> Great. We had like the funnest time Nostalgia. watching it. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. They, they like crazy. sold it to us. But afterwards, of course, you and I literally started breaking down the movie. And like we're looking at story and going, okay, here's how that movie could have been better. And we both said at the end of the movie, the reason this movie wasn't any good is because there were no stakes in the story. Yeah. Like you just kind of didn't know what a tragic ending would look like and what we were trying to avoid. Exactly. The boy in the movie that was supposed to be the bad boy, he was happy and smiley and jovial <laughs> yes. with everyone. He wasn't getting in any trouble. Yeah. He does run away sort of at one point, but... Kind of. <laughs> there were no consequences. Yeah. And for a story to be good, there has to be stakes in the story, right? We've been talking about the story brand framework, the framework that we use to help people clarify their message through story. And we've talked so far about how you need to identify what the character wants, what your customer wants, the problems that get in the way, how to position yourself as a guide that gives them a plan, that calls them to action. And now we're getting to the stakes in the story. For a story to be good, you have to know as an audience that a story could end tragically and end real, like everybody dies, <laughs> or that it's a happy ending and everybody lives and the couple gets together and all this, right? You have to know that the story can end one way or another. And if you don't know that there's a possibility of tragedy or failure in the story, then we're not hooked in the story. Like nothing keeps our attention because we're like, well, if the bomb goes off and it's full of baby powder, 
okay, <laughs> right? Right. There's nothing at stake in the story. And so there has to be something at stake. And that's where failure comes in in the story. So failure is a very important part of the story brand framework. And when we talk about failure, what we mean is that as a brand, you have to identify what does life look like for your customer if they don't buy your product or service? What are the consequences that they're going to experience? So when you're thinking about failure, you're also tying it back to the problem that your customer is experiencing. So think back to what you've created with your mystorybrand.com brand script tool. All of you who have been following along have been creating your brand script at mystorybrand.com. It's your roadmap through all the parts of the story brand framework. And it will show you in one place how each part of the framework applies to your business. So if you haven't signed up yet, just go ahead and go to mystorybrand.com and start a brand script for free. But if you've been following along, go to your problem piece and think, all right, so what is the problem I've defined? And if that problem keeps persisting in my customers' lives, what will their life look like? Paint it for us. You've got to really help us see it in their life so that we know what's at stake. Yeah. And a lot of people kind of cringe when we get to this point. (laughs) I know I do often because when you talk about failure for your customer, when you talk about the consequences that they will experience if they don't buy your product or service, if you go too far with it, it can feel manipulative. And you don't want to be manipulative. This is not about being manipulative. Let's say you are a mattress company and your customer is experiencing sleepless nights and they're frustrated, they're exhausted. Those are their problems that they're experiencing. Well, if they don't get a good mattress, they're going to continue to be tired. They're going to continue to be exhausted and frustrated. When it comes to the call to action, you want to say, so by now, so you can stop being exhausted. So you can stop feeling frustrated. You have to call those pieces of the story out. Otherwise, people are not going to act. There are some tricks to creating messaging based on the failure piece of the brand script. So, One thing you can do is just ask questions. You don't want to say, you're going to die if you don't buy our product, which is probably a bad idea. You don't ever want to say that. I'm going to (laughs) agree Yeah, you don't want to say that. You don't want to say, if you don't buy our mattress, you'll probably die of a heart attack. (laughs) No, no, no. no. See, there we go. That's manipulative. But you just want to say, are you frustrated with the amount of sleep you're getting every night? Are you feeling like there might be a better mattress for you? Tossing and turning, uncomfortable, waking up with pains and aches. You just want to name it, right? You just name those problems and name what life is like if they stick with their old mattress. So one way to do that is create this messaging on your brand script. So write down the consequences that people experience if they don't buy your product or service And then on your website or in emails, just ask questions. It's a very simple way to allow people to opt in to the failure. And, you know, you and I were talking recently about neither of us love to cook, right? (laughs) I sort of hate to cook, actually. It's one of my least favorite things to do. And yet... Every day you have to eat. I do. And oh man, I I feel the weight on my body yeah. just having to think it through every single yeah. day. And let's get a little personal here. It not only impacts you, but it impacts your husband, one of my favorite people. That's right. Our relationship is at stake whenever we are doing meal planning. And that's why recently we decided to sign up for something called Eat 
Well Nashville, and they are local food that I don't have to prepare. So we we went down the road of the subscription box, right? The subscription box with the fresh ingredients. And once it arrives at your house, guess what? You still have to cook the food and it takes forever. And oh, man, I mean, I really love, I love the idea of that, but you know what I love more? getting done with my long, long work day because I love my work. That's one of my favorite things to do. Throwing in the microwave an Eat Well Nashville meal for two and a half minutes and then consuming it immediately and then being able to go play pickleball or run or do whatever we want in the evening to, to wind down it makes me so happy. JJ yeah, cannot yeah. even tell you. And by the way, they are not a sponsor of us, by the way. But they <laughs> no. sound great. They sound great. So let's go down this road a little bit. All right. So you tried some other products. Yes. You were experiencing some pain in your life. And let's say you didn't find this company. What is at stake in your story? My sanity yeah. is at stake. Yes. I get to the end of the workday and it just is another thing for me to have to do to check off of another list. And I also look at Brent and he's exhausted too. And our marriage is yeah. sort of at stake yeah. with just the conversations that we have to have again and again and again. Oh, yeah. So for a company like that, which we haven't looked at their marketing, but hopefully <laughs> they have some statements in there that talk about those stakes. All they would have to do is write something like, do you get to the end of your day and you're exhausted? And the last thing you want to think about is making a fresh meal. Are you worried about eating junk food because you don't have the time to make a delicious meal? Is cooking dinner creating more stress on your life and on your family? That's it. You just ask maybe a couple questions like that that pull out what's at stake and then put a call to action and say, sign up now. That's it. <laughs> you don't want to go overboard. When you go overboard, it becomes manipulation. So one of the tips that we give is when it comes to failure in your brand script, when it comes to creating messaging around failure in your story, you want to think short term. What are the short term consequences of not doing business with your product or service. So for them or a company like them, it would be that you're continuing to be frustrated. You're settling for junk food. It's causing more stress in your life. That's short-term consequences. You would not then want to go long-term consequences of you're going to get fat, have a heart attack, and your husband's going to leave you, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a little too much. It's too much. It's way too much. And that's where marketing gets a bad rap of being manipulative and being kind of slimy is because people cast the vision of failure and they go way too far in the future to it, right? And so they make the stakes way too high. So for you out there that are listening, what you want to do is identify What's at stake if your customer does not buy your product or service? And mostly, like April said, that can be associated with their problems. Their problems are not solved and they are going to continue to experience them and they might get a little bit worse. But you don't want to go way down the road of long term, a year from now, look what's going to happen. Keep it short, short term failure. So you might be thinking and feeling that this is a little intimidating and you don't want to mess this up because I just told you don't go too far. <laughs> you go, what's too far? But it's actually easier than you think. And today 
I talked with StoryBrand Certified Guide, Jesse Congleton. And StoryBrand Certified Guides really are the best marketers in the world and can help you clarify your message using the StoryBrand framework. And in my conversation today, Jesse actually talks about how one of her clients felt a little uneasy about this as well. And she talked about how if you actually don't speak to your customer's failure, you're missing out on an opportunity to empathize with them and say, I know what you're going through. So Jesse gives us some practical tips on how to be brave in using failure in our messaging. Jesse, thank you so much for being with us on the podcast. Of course. Thank you, JJ. So, you know, today in this episode, we're talking about failure. So, you know, obviously you were the first person I thought of to call. And uh, yeah, I did. I did. I tried not to take it too personally. I was like, why does JJ want to talk to me about failure? <laughs> no, no, no. I want to talk to you because I know how good you are at creating marketing. And this piece of the framework of failure is often something that people shy away from, right? They're afraid to put failure in their marketing. But we know that by putting some stakes in the story, that this can be a very powerful piece of your marketing. And so I wanted to just see your thoughts on kind of using failure in marketing. And specifically, if you had an example of a company that you've worked with, where you pulled this language out and used it in an effective way. Yeah, totally. I think a lot of businesses shy away from it because they don't want to focus on failure. They're, they're a little bit nervous that they're going to be too negative or that it's going to scare their customers away. Um, but one example I had was I was working with a group of fitness clubs in the Chicago area, and they were doing an ad campaign for March, right? Nobody's signing up. People all sign up in like January. Nobody signs up in March. People start falling off. And um, part of this ad campaign, we were talking about, I said something about January's are for resolutions. March is for revolution, right? It was like January is for just getting, you know, going and showing up. But March is for the time that we have to like really stick to it and we have to keep going. And it's for time for refreshing and all this stuff. Um, And one of the lines that I said was workouts can get boring. And they didn't want to say that because they said, I don't want to remind people that working out can be boring. And I said, sir, they already know that. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you're not reminding them that. They get it. Believe me, they know that workout is boring. And if you don't say that, then you're missing actually an opportunity to empathize with them more yes. and understand them and to see them. People want to feel like they're seen and heard. If you don't pair failure with success, then you don't get to be the one to help them avoid that failure. Yeah. They will go looking for it somewhere else for someone who understands them and understands their struggle. Um, And it's probably going to be your competitor. It was actually the owner who, I mean, this is your baby. You're so close to this business. It's a big deal. And when someone comes in and says, look, we need to um, talk about how bad this could be. They're a little bit nervous about that. But I asked him to trust me. And I said, let's show it to some of our stakeholders. Let's show it to some people within the business. And they loved it. So some of his like trusted advice were like, yes, this is what we need to talk about. And they went for it. They put it in these publications. They put it on Facebook and on Instagram. And people started reacting to it. People started showing up. They had a good solution to people's problems in March. They had a really, really good solution. But until we paired that failure with the success, people weren't as quick to take that first step forward. 
pointing out the failure actually spurs you to go for it. It's like, here, take this path or this path. They're going to take the one that ends in their success. But if we don't show them the other path, they might just stand there and not move. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so good. I hope everybody listening hears everything Jesse is saying. There's a couple of things that jump out to me as you're saying this. It's one, they're already experiencing the negative aspects of not working with you. So let's name it. Let's actually, that creates empathy of going, we know this is where you're at. We know this can be this way. I love that piece. And so if you are listening and you recognize that your potential customer is experiencing some kind of pain currently and will continue that pain if they don't work with you, then just name it. Just put it in your marketing. And then the other thing that I thought you did that was brilliant here is you said you mentioned that workouts can be boring, but then you said, so what does that mean? That means you don't show up, you don't lose weight, you don't lose your goals. So it's not just naming like the failures that will happen or that you'll continue to struggle through the things that you're struggling with without this company or product or service, but it actually could get a little bit worse. And we didn't go crazy of like where you're going to be fat alone and die, but you know, <laughs> like we didn't go like crazy, but we just said, but it could get a little bit worse. You're not going to meet your goals. You're not going to show up. You're not going to enjoy life. And I think everybody out there listening can do that exact same thing as well, is they can identify not only the pain people are experiencing, but if you don't hire this product or service, it's going to get a little bit worse. And I think pointing that out is important so people understand there's something at stake here. A great story is built on overcoming some kind of failure to getting to success. And for everybody listening right now, I think Jesse has laid out this perfectly for you, that you can take what she has given you and apply it to your own marketing and engage customers at a higher level because they will be able to enter into a more powerful story. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing this. Anytime. I loved it. Thanks, JJ. Oh, Jesse, thank you so much for taking the time to share with our listeners today about some practical tips and maybe even address the fear that they are experiencing right now as they're getting ready to create their own messaging and branding. If you are needing help figuring out how to apply failure into your marketing, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide like Jesse Congleton. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Now it's time in our episode where every week we give you an actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation that you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. This week's actionable step is go to mystorybrand.com if you have not already and sign up for a free online brand script. And the brand script is just your roadmap through the parts of the story brand framework where you can keep track of the messaging you're creating so it's all in one place. So go to mystorybrand.com and open up your brand script and go to the failure section. It's on the far right side of the brand script. And I want you to write down three consequences that people will experience if they don't buy your product or service. Keep it short term. What does their life look like if they don't buy your product or service and connect it back to the problems that you identified earlier in the brand script. So their problems are not solved and they might get a little bit worse, but don't go big with failure. Just list three. If you're thinking of each piece of the brand script, like ingredients for a recipe for a loaf of bread, failure is salt. 
You just need a little bit. Success, which we're going to talk about next week, you use cups and cups of flour. But when it comes to failure, you just need two or three. You just need a little sprinkle in your messaging. If you don't have that little sprinkle of salt, then the bread is going to taste bad. The recipe doesn't work. Too much, and it tastes horrible. Too little, and the recipe doesn't work. Just write down three consequences that your customers will experience if they don't buy your product or service. And this is really important. I know that sometimes people feel a little odd about creating messaging that points out failure. But the reality is, if your customer is going to continue experiencing pain and frustration and being overwhelmed, then you actually have a responsibility to point that out. You have to show them that they're problems will not be solved if they don't use your product or service. It's important in a story to have stakes. If you don't have stakes, it's not a good story. And the whole point of creating a clear message is to invite customers into a beautiful story where their problems are solved and they are no longer experiencing the pain and frustration they were before they encountered you. So be brave. Be really brave in this part and be bold. Talk about what are the consequences that your customer will experience if they don't buy your product or service. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thanks so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Subscribe to Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. Can't wait to see you next week. And most importantly, if you're going to make a nostalgic musical, make sure there are stakes in the story. (laughs) (laughs) Saddle up your horses. We got a trail to blaze. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) See, you knew it. I started singing it. You knew it immediately. (laughs)